0: Smodco Internet Radio broadcasts the free funny, but you can broadcast your Smodco love with merchandise, shirts, posters, comics, memorabilia, and more. JayandSilentBob.com is your hub for comic book men, secret stash, and Kevin Smith's cinematic catalog. It's an online one stop shop that fulfills your need minus the weed. JayandSilentBob.com Book market, Berber. So, you're saying, Yo, third dude, I just got paid, and I want to get laid. Might your humble narrator suggest a live Smodco show? See Smod.com list all the upcoming performances, with links to tickets. As for getting laid, that's all on you, amigo. We just make you laugh till you shit your pants. The smonsters of talk could be coming to your town. Go to seesmod.com and find out.
1: Say so you have the smallest comfort zone of anyone you know. No, I said says- No, I said you, you said you just said your comfort zone was small and you don't want to be forced out of it.
2: I don't. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I am all the time.
1: <clears throat> Alright, I think I got my cough out of the way. Uh happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays, everybody. Welcome to FEB 15. Yeah, your first Phoebe of 2013. That was too much energy. I'm tired already. All right. Well, let's take it back. Let's take it, let's Take a couple steps back, Scott. Reassess the situation. Uh, so, hey, welcome to 15. Fifteen. I'm Scott. Mover. My favorite thing is that, that your uh, breed or is that just no, a book is, you uh, found on the counter? Uh, this is this is Kevin Pollock's book, "How I Slept My Way to the Middle," which uh, he wrote. It's a very good book. Uh, okay. So we got. Oh my God! What don't we have? We got a lot of feed uh, emails. We got a big feed bag today. We're up to four hundred and eleven unread emails.
2: Oh God!
1: <laughs> Are we supposed to share that? Am I supposed? I haven't been looking to let people know that we haven't read. No, I mean, all right. Let's. There, we're aware of the exact number. Of we're emails We have not yeah,
2: yeah. I don't have my computer with me today
1: because I'm not. <laughs> You're not ready. You're not ready for anything. Uh, I brought books, though. Yeah, you did. I, I brought uh, Kevin's book. You didn't. Well, you which can. I've, which I've read. Which you've read, and you and can recommend it. And I have Kevin's book on my bookshelf. Because when people give me books, I put them on my bookshelf.
2: Don't look at me like I'm the guy who does it. It's <laughs> like, like you're thrown down with me. You've been sick. Tell yeah, me, I've been real tell sick. Tell everyone about your Christmas.
1: My Christmas consisted of me on my couch, not seeing another human being the entire day and uh in and out of naps while watching the fourteen episodes of American greed that I had saved on my d v r was the was how was it oh my God, it was great. There' are so many scams, scoundrels, and suckers out there that it just makes you think here's something I learned. If if anybody here, all these victims, I will say this, all these victims of these,
2: that's, that's that there's a lot of contempt in that,
1: in in your victims. Yeah. All oh, these victims, victims of these financial schemes. Yeah. Are just as greedy as the people who are perpetrating them. So you're saying in the sense that they, they, they got are looking for a fast buck because they're too greedy. Yeah, like they're looking for they're a fa- They're praying on the
2: fact that if the whole like Nigerian like. Exactly. Mining.
1: I'm going to turn you up too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, but like all these people that are like, if someone comes up to you, Scott says, hey, Scott, listen, I know this guy. He's good investing. And, okay. Uh,
2: okay. Here's all my money.
1: All right. No, it's like he's got this thing. It's called a bridge loan. Where he gives the uh, okay. loans, you know, a bridge loan, right? You can give yeah. a loan to a business that like needs to like move to another place, but they need the capital they to need, do they it, need to the bridge money. them to yeah, the next yeah, place. Yeah. And then yeah. once they get to the next place, whatever. And they promise a return of uh, 15 to 20% within 90 days on your money. And every 90 days, you're going to get 15 to 20% interest. What do you think?
2: Who is it? Like, do I know the person?
1: Uh, it recommended uh, to you by your uh, your sister. Who oh. who knows? Uh, if it was my sister,
2: guy. I would be like, I, I probably still wouldn't do it, but at least I would hear it out. If it was somebody, if I would at least be like, that's weird.
1: <laughs> um, but these people, it's just... It, I mean, like, insane. look, I
2: get a bridge loan, but yeah. I, I've given a bridge loan before.
1: Sure. But... I just think I think it's it's like
2: people that are like total strangers where it's like people who ask for stuff that you're like, I wouldn't like unless you know that person, why would you do that?
1: Well, it's all these. I think they're all all these Ponzi schemes are just unreasonable returns, like unreasonable returns. You should not be expecting.
2: They're preying on on people's general, like desire to just be like, that sounds great.
1: Yeah. Or to just make money. Yeah. Well, they start like, making money, to, then they dump more money into it. I want to make money. Yeah, I do you too. You want to make money? I do too, but I don't want to do it. You don't want to get in a shady fashion.
2: You don't want to do it in a shady fashion, right? So you're not going to create a Ponzi scheme.
1: I'm not going to create a Ponzi scheme, nor will I partake in one.
2: Well, Why would you partake? Who 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 wants to partake in one?
1: <laughs> who is going to go on record as being like I would like to be?
2: I would like to be the victim. Okay. As well, Ma- I Myra think so disgustingly calls me. Mm-hmm. Um, of a Ponzi scheme
1: I think that uh, I think that Having watched 14 episodes in one day I am now uh, Ready To spot A scam I feel like now that I've seen 14 episodes of the show now You, feel like you can't an scam expert. me Scott You can't scam me I can't scam me? No uh,
2: I need money for the valet
1: Okay well, that's, that's just me giving you money. That's not me expecting. Like, you can't be like, you hey, I need five it. bucks for the valet, and in three months I'll pay you back six, seven fifty.
2: What if I ask you for money for the valet, and then I just throw it out in front of your face?
1: No, oh, I think like, that was weird. Why would you do that?
2: Or what if I take it and use it somewhere else? Then it would be technically I scammed you. I All lied right. about what I was going to do with that money.
1: All right. Okay, I guess I could get scammed by Scott.
2: I doubt we would end up on American Greed if
1: I <laughs> took that. But money. five dollars wasn't enough for $5 Scott dollars Wasn't enough. Stacy didn't Skeech. even go to the. Stacy Keach narrates those. Does he? Yeah.
2: He didn't even go to the valet. <laughs> he bought peanuts. Oh my god,
1: Scott! Why would you do that?
2: The I want to be an announcer on a show. You could. You have a, you have a good voice. <clears> I would like to do that. Why don't you do that? They were married. Oh, <laughs> what happened then? <laughs> See? They thought their marriage was, the, was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't
1: have to write the script <laughs> on the spot. Like They don't just run the show. And you're like, Keach. Stacey Keach just watches yeah, American like, Green and narrates. He's like,
2: just roll the fucker. I got it. Uh,
1: <laughs> I <was filling> it. <laughs> he got taken for money
2: <laughs> by that guy.
1: Promises 14%, promises 14% in 90 days. Promises
2: 14%
1: in 90 days. and now is about.
2: <laughs> Hi, Matt. Tell us about tell us about your Christmas holiday.
1: <laughs> uh well, Matt Scott. Yes, yeah, so that's what I did. I did I went for a couple of walks. You weren't feeling well. I was not feeling good at all. I was I was already, I actually got dressed, put a tie on. And I was, I was
2: going to go out.
1: I was, I was going to go to uh, lunch at Kevin, uh, Kevin Pereira. Uh, I was
2: going to go to lunch. Yep. I didn't want to be alone,
1: but I didn't feel no one wants to be alone. But then I just started coughing at the door and I was like, I'm I'm not going to go. I'm not not going to be the guy who shows up to a party and just (laughs) coughs everywhere. Yeah.
2: That's not me. Do you care about the fact that you spent a Christmas at home alone?
1: I'm already over it. <laughs> it Did doesn't... you feel bad in the moment? No. No. I, I I'm like, i I've done
2: it before. Yeah, it just I just uh I think people who make a big deal out of it are like you just it's like it's just an I mean ultimately like I I'm sorry, but it's just another day. It is. It's, it's a just, bummer. I'm sure a... if you want to be with people, it's a bummer.
1: No, it's a bummer that like nowhere really was open for delivery.
2: What about Chinese food?
1: I ended up getting Italian. There you go. But uh, I ordered... A...
2: Wasn't Christ Italian?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just want to start that rumor. It could be half. I mean, if God's Italian, then... Is God Italian? Sure. He's whatever you want him to be. Well, then
2: he's Italian. Yeah. I think Jesus is whoever you want him to be. No. Not. He's one guy. But why not? Why can't he be a little Italian?
1: Because his mother, uh, if I remember correctly, was, uh, was, uh, Jewish.
2: I say Jesus for everybody. Okay. Why? I mean, the the Catholic church, the Vatican is right in the heart of Italy.
1: Yeah. That's I think that's where the money was. I
2: think they would do better if they were just like Jesus was Italian. Jesus <laughs> They did, Jesus is everyone's just claim. Like if I was going to, I'll go to Canada and open as a like, Jesus is Canadian. Oh my God, I'm excited for that. Everyone should nationalize Jesus for themselves or just not talk about him at all.
1: Yeah, that's the other way we could
2: go with this. I think, you know, is there really anything more to add?
1: To Jesus? Yeah.
2: No. Is anyone ever going to say anything else original (laughs) or funny? Is there anything else to say about Jesus other than to ask the question? whether there's anything original or new to say about Jesus.
1: Well, you just asked if he was Italian. I haven't heard that before. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but
2: that's, but the, you know, that's that, that's it.
1: Yeah. So it's pretty much, I mean, people have made you people. asked the last question. That's it. You've said the last statement, The
2: last question of Christ, the
1: last a new statement about Jesus.
2: It's not even a statement. It was a false statement.
1: Yeah. But it's still, I mean, it counts, I guess.
2: I just, all I'm saying is maybe there's something new to talk about.
1: Right. I think, uh, Christmas Eve though. I did go out. I went to Gordon Ramsey at London. Yeah. In West Hollywood. By yourself. No, I went with, uh, uh, one of the old uh, producers of attack, Jeremy and his wife, uh, Emily, who, uh, was my makeup lady. Nice. I say lady, she's not old, enough to be lady. Makeup girl. Uh, Is she young enough to be a girl? Eh, yeah, that's, a, you know, whatever. Oh, well, what's the cutoff on girl? What's the girl cutoff? Girl, lady. Yeah. You could say person. Makeup person. She did my makeup. She did my makeup. One of the makeup artists on Attack of the Show. Yeah, call her an artist. There you go. I mean, she is. She made this this look even. You were, like, reducing her down to, like, she's a lady. I didn't mean to do that. She's a girl. But we went to Gordon Ramsay.
2: Why don't you talk about her in a really gross... Why don't you just say gross things? Like what? (laughs) Like what? You know, why don't you even be more reductive?
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) What do you mean? I'm just saying. I mean, she's got a pretty sweet ass. (laughs) There you go. You know, keep uh... going. (laughs) Uh, no, we went to, um, yeah, we went to Gordon Ramsay at London and they had, uh, they had food. They had, oh God, they have food. They had a lot of really good food. Right on. The food was better than I thought it would be. Cause I am, uh, I'm officially, I've broken up with the fat cow, Gordon Ramsey's fat cow. Yeah. At the Grove. I've the had honeymoon's enough. over. I'm done with it.
2: What happened? What'd she do to you? You
1: know, the last time we went, uh, Bernardo and I went and the service was, the slowest thing in the world.
2: This is not good.
1: No, not at all. Uh I think we were seated we were seating we were we were seated for about 15 minutes before we even got a drink. And uh we ordered a pizza and uh I got this grilled lobster thing, uh-huh. this half grilled lobster and then I think Bernardo got a burger. And uh, the nice. pizza took forever. And the That's pizza was pizza not as too. good as it was. It, I had had it before, and it was very good. So They've good. already, they've already, slipped. already slipping on they've the. They've already the, slid. You yeah. know what
2: they need? They need a fucking.
1: They need a kitchen nightmare visit. Yeah. <laughs> they need a Gordon Ramsay visit to Gordon Ramsay's back back out. Um, he might be in there right now yelling at people. You don't know. He's busy right now. He just opened up a place at Caesar's Palace. Uh, so um, he doesn't care.
2: He doesn't care about you. He's got too experience. many places
1: right now. He's spread too thin. He's spreading himself a little Wolfgang Pucky. You know? You know what I mean?
2: He's going to unfriend you.
1: Oh, my God. I hope he doesn't. I didn't mean to Or
2: unfollow you. What (laughs) do you do now?
1: Is it worse to be
2: unfriended or unfollowed?
1: Oh, good question. Feebles, tell us. Is it worse to be unfriended or unfollowed? I feel like unfollowing unfollowing because unfollowing it's probably like a specific tweet or something that caused the unfollow people
2: are more annoyed with you directly yeah
1: as you as a person yeah then they would be it's with like
2: i don't want to hear anymore your bullshit
1: <laughs> but anyway the grilled lobster i got at the gordon ramsay fat cow not that good i didn't even i ate a little bit of the tail and then i was like this is not this is this is greasy not good i don't know how it got greasy it was a grilled lobster. There's no reason for it to be greasy. Um, maybe, maybe they, uh, I don't know. And then, and then, and then, and then it just, yeah, it took forever. So I was done. I'm done. That's it. I'm, even
2: if they, even if they come back to you and they say like, we want you back. They're not, they're sorry. Care.
1: They don't care. We're about sorry. Me. Oh, oh, I'm listening. Canadian restaurant.
2: The Canadian host is like, look, we're sorry about your lobster. <laughs> And we're sorry about the fact that, you know, we feel like we had something good going here. Oh, no,
1: no, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. And we feel... No, this is my fault. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have ordered what I ordered. No, no, it's okay.
2: (laughs) It's all right. You know, these things happen.
1: I don't have a cough button. Wish I did. I have a cough (laughs) button. Does it do anything? Yeah. Yeah, the cough button will cut your mic. Oh, the yeah.
2: yeah. Which one are you? That's not really coughing, though. I think you're... I thought it would make an actual cough sound.
1: Keep talking. Uh, I am talking. There is my volume lower. There we go. Now there are only two microphones on it instead of four. Um, okay, but the Gordon Ramsay London, West Hollywood... Was a different experience. Great food, beef I Wellington. Am pointing at you, beef Wellington was uh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Wellington was amazing. Was it orgasmic? Oh, it was so good. It was like it was great, great food. Uh, the dessert was great. There was a creme brulee. There was like an eggnog creme brulee mm. that was <laughs> terrific.
2: I like creme brulee.
1: Yeah, we had a uh, had a sticky toffee pudding kind of thing that was mm-hmm. very good too. Okay. Uh. Appetizer wise, I had a uh, scallop and some uh, risotto.
2: Uh-huh.
1: A scallop risotto or a, a scallop of- on top of a bed of bed of different risotto. I don't even remember what kind of risotto it was. That was fantastic too. The cocktails were great. I had a I had something called Gordon's Fury, which was a very spicy, uh, like gin drink. Huh. That was really good. <laughs> And then I had a martini that was excellent. So, thumbs up to you, Gordon Ramsay at the London And thumbs
2: down, Fat Cow. Thumbs down, Fat Cow. Um, I did not go out Christmas Eve. You stayed in? Yeah, I roasted a chicken. An entire chicken? Yeah. Wow. How'd you do it? Do you not know, or are you just trying to keep the show going? <laughs>
1: no, I mean, like, I know how he roasted. I'm, t- I'm asking for the listeners. Oh, okay. I know that you brined it. <laughs> <laughs> I did brine it. Oh, you want me to repeat the story? No, I want you to tell me how you brined it.
2: Well, how do you think? Have you ever brined anything?
1: I brined a turkey in a five-gallon barrel. Okay. Uh, but I've never brined a chicken. Like, what do you brine a chicken in? Just a yeah. giant bowl?
2: I mean, whatever the thing fits in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you really asking me? You really want to know how do I put it? What kind of container did I use? Yeah,
1: why not? Is that not a <laughs>
2: valid question? I don't know. I mean, I guess the answer is like whatever it fits
1: in. Well, I mean, sometimes you need specific things. Sometimes you don't like I, when I was making eggs Benedict on Christmas Eve, I needed a metal. I needed a metal bowl. Okay. To to put the yolk in, like and then a copper oh, bowl? and then I, no, not copper, metal, just metal. Stainless steel. Copper's better. Is it?
2: I thought copper was better. Maybe it is. Um, I think for like meringues, there's certain things that uh, (laughs) copper balls are good for. I think meringues is one of them. Like if you're created, which is like just whipped egg whites. Yes. I believe that copper is, there's something about copper that is better. But that could be totally wrong. I'm sure the feed listeners will correct me. I'm sure no one really gives a shit. (laughs) I mean, they corrected us about riptide. They sure
1: did correct us about
2: Riptide. And then as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, there's yeah, the pink yeah, yeah. helicopter. Yep. And the. We I, just merged like three shows into one. Yep. It was like, Simon Simon was everything. It was. But the funny thing is, you were looking it up on the internet. No, it wasn't. Oh, I thought you were. The no. whole time I was like, going, how are you getting it wrong? I thought you literally looked it up, Simon Simon saw a pink helicopter. So I was like, oh, of course we're right. <laughs>
1: Little did we know, is Riptide, and they had a robot too. Yeah, like th- there's not there are no TV no no shows now have ri- have robots
2: or pink giant pink helicopters.
1: There's no car based shows
2: like there's a Night Rider ad for GE. Have you seen those GE ads?
1: Oh yeah, there's, And Data's in it too.
2: Yeah, it's like all these computers, famous the robots pop culture computers, and there's a Night Rider one that's just him running alongside a a train. Um, a train engine. What are all these children doing? Here? I don't know. They were all looking at us. Somebody, like somebody's parent, was just like, was for like a moment going like, "Here, we'll we'll see." They're they're going like, "Look, this is how entertainment yeah, is, this is, radio. is destroyed."
1: Right now, they're doing voiceover <laughs> for Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah.
2: In this scene, Kim puts on another dress, a different dress, and then she gets mad at Chloe. <laughs> You've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna be here. <laughs>
1: that's so funny. No, but yeah, the the GE commercial is cool, but it's also like an advertisement for artificial intelligence, which is kind of scary.
2: It's true, but why there's no shows about cars? Is that true? There's
1: no like there's no car there's no show where a car prominently plays true. a role. Somebody brought other them. than like Top Gear, but that's a show about cars. That's not a show there's featuring a car.
2: Oh, you mean as a character? Yeah.
1: Like, true. you know, the identifiable vehicles, like Starsky and Hutch car, super identifiable. You know, the General Lee, super identifiable. I guess that's true. Knight Rider, super. Like now, I don't know. I don't know what kind of car, Who? what kind of car does Ted Danson drive on CSI? I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, you got to dig a little harder. Not,
1: you can't just like pull that dig, one show. Dig a little harder than the number one show on television. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, not about cars. That's not even No, about- I'm not saying it's about cars. Starsky and Hutch isn't about cars either. I know, but they're cops. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they drive the beat. They okay. Okay. CSI literally no one's ever driving. They're just always arriving. All right. Well, how about uh well
1: I can what what show can you think of where people are driving?
2: I don't know. Maybe that's the problem. Nobody maybe drives like, anymore. Yeah, maybe we become so impatient we won't let people drive somewhere. That's probably true. It's just like, just get them there. Sensibility is just now, open the door.
1: They, they, there's no patience for that kind of editing. Yeah, everyone's like, why can't they just? We be know there? how people get from point A to point B. Well, Don't that's show a, us the that's car. A,
2: the, that's what fucking um, um, Law and Order does. It's always just like, dun dun. And then they're yeah, they like, tell you where they yeah, yep. and they never drive anywhere.
1: Yep. Law well, and Order is missing an opportunity to have like a car. Transportation. The thing I can think a of a talking
2: is, car. It's
1: Restaurant just, Impossible, which is brought to you by Lexus. Chef Robert Irvine always driving a Lexus SUV. That's your—that's as close it. as we get, to, as the as we get. Hutch, to the Starsky and Hutch, to the Starski and Hutch car.
2: Really, there's no shows. I don't watch enough TV.
1: No, I can't think of one. Maybe that's what the TV landscape's missing. Should we get on, like, write a show, write a, show. a car prominently?
2: Yeah. All right. Let's just be cops, and then we'll just get a nice
1: car. <laughs> It can't be a nice car. It Top has to be like cars. a car with character.
2: Starsky and Hutch didn't have any character. The car had character. It had that white stripe. Yeah, but that's not character. That's it's not character. like you're like, oh my God, that car makes me feel
1: That immediately better. made that car more identifiable than the same Identifiable's car. Identifiable no is different stripe. than character. I think identifiable adds character. It adds character to the vehicle. Like you had emotional response to it. If you want to talk character, character, then I guess Night Rider. Well, Night Rider was that is a character.
2: Night Rider, you're literally like, oh fuck, if they blow up that car, like you can't blow up Night Rider. Well, if you could, (laughs) um, if you could, then wouldn't then it would die, as opposed to Starsky and Hutch's car, where, like, I'm sorry if maybe he. Uh you know like that one car like technically he could just get another one painted the same way. It's a paint job. Night Rider has a living
1: mind. Night Rider, yeah. That's true. Dukes of Hazard, paint it. But Dukes of Hazard's car had character.
2: But you could just if you fucking blew that one up, you just paint and get a new one.
1: Think about the DeLorean for instance. The DeLorean from Back to the Future.
2: Well, that That's a, a lot car. Of That's
1: a character well, car. Well, had a
2: lot of gear in it. Yeah, it irreplaceable gear. gear. Had gear, but Star Skin Hutch had a paint job. You can't sit there and go like, "Oh, if we lose the Star Hutch car, our lives will never be the same." They will for like maybe thirty days until you find another version of that car. What hand. was
1: that car? What was the Star Hutch vehicle? I don't know. Was it a pacer?
2: No, it wasn't a pacer. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I I think that. The car is like, if you say Back to the Future,
1: yeah, that's a that's It's a, character. a time machine. That's a character, but it's car. a time machine. But it's a car with a lot of character. It's
2: a time machine. If it gets stolen, you're gonna be way more bummed because you're like, fuck, all my time shits in there. Like if your and Huts get things, you get bummed out, but you're not gonna be frantic. If Doc's, if Doc Brown's car got stolen, I'd be like, fucking, my time machine just got stolen. If if the if starski's car gets stolen he's like motherfucker i'm gonna kick somebody's ass if i find i want my car back and hutch might just be like yo like if we don't get it i know a guy
1: who wait can so hutch is the more laid-back one of the
2: bunch yeah is <laughs> he? i don't know I don't, remember. <laughs> I don't think i ever watched that show
1: <coughs> we could do we could be the new star stars oh my hutch. god someone needs to after that movie that i haven't seen me neither i didn't see it It could have been good i don't know
2: i uh i don't remember people talking about it
1: but like you know like i think that's a thing that's missing nowadays it's it was, just with yeah, it's cars with identifiable cars it's like identifiable car cars you know like you go to like you look at the hot wheels aisle and like they have all those movie cars you're looking. you're going to see the delorean you might see like the monster mobile movie and tv cars you might see like you know, Starsky and the, the 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 Dodge Charger from the Dukes of Hazard. You're gonna see all these things from a period of time from like the l- mid sixties to the mid eighties. There's twenty years of car culture, and after that, no one cares anymore. Um what about the Batmobile? Uh huh. Now the Batmobile is stupid looking.
2: Oh it just looks like
1: now the Batmobile just looks like a Lamborghini tank.
2: I uh Motor City had cool cars. The Disney XD show. They had really cool I didn't cars. Watch that. Well, so maybe you don't know everything. <laughs> wow, you were almost like Woody Woodpecker there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, your impression was even better than my uh laugh.
2: Uh, motor city had awesome cars and then they canceled the show so to prove your point now once again there are no more cool shows right. about cars
1: on well here's what i'm saying I, I, I want someone out there to make a car show that's like make like a show not a show about cars but like a show a where show where
2: it- somebody has a good car yeah like the the, the closest, it's gotta be one. The closest
1: I can think of the last in the last seven years, other than the Night Rider remake. The closest thing I can think of is an immediately identifiable car in a TV show is the stair car from Arrested Development. Yeah, that's it. But that was like a the you mean the airport? Yeah, yeah, the stair car. Yeah. So there you go, people. My point exactly. Um, should we do uh Phoebe?
2: It was a Gran Torino. It was a Gran Torino. Yep. There was a movie about a car.
1: Wasn't it oh, yeah. Grand Torino? Yeah.
2: They tried to make I feel
1: like the movie was more about like uh racism and uh an old man making good. Uh-huh. On racism. <laughs> <laughs> Delivering. Yeah. Uh I can't think of Fast and the Furious is all about cars.
2: Are there signature cars?
1: Yeah, Vin Diesel's got that one Dodge Charger. Does that, does that count? Uh, no, I decided it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't count. But, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Scott. Are you giving up? I'm giving up on the whole thing. I'm giving up on the whole, I need a car show.
2: I'm not uh I, I, I mean I I'm not gonna stop you from having one. Do you remember Night I don't really care.
1: Do you remember Night Rider two thousand, the movie? The made for T V movie? No. That was a good one. That was, was a good that was a good movie. It wasn't, I probably it was wasn't actually it probably good? wasn't a good movie, but to my to me as a child it was great. You were excited. Yeah, it had uh like it picked up the story where it left off. So, well not where it left off, but like Michael Knight has mm-hmm. retired from the crime fighting business or whatever. And then they found out that Kit was getting destroyed. And uh he went and like pulled like grabbed all the kit Kit's brain parts. Yeah. Including the little whirring light. Yeah. And put it into a fifty seven Chevy. Nice. And uh he was driving. Kit was in that for a little while and then he got then he got a, then uh, he got a Pontiac, Pontiac Banshee. Ah. Which was this concept car hit. The Pontiac Banshee was a concept car they never made, but I will say this: it looked pretty badass, and that was Night Rider 2000. And uh, you know, kids look it up on the internet. I um, it took it took place. It was one of those things that took place in the like it took place in the year 2000, but it was made in like the early 90s or okay. mid 90s. Okay. And so there's like a like a cameo. James Doohan has a cameo in it of Star Trek. You know, Scotty. Uh huh. And, like, uh, Knight Rider is like, that's James Doohan, star of all eight Star Trek movies. Like, they just Uh, sort of guessed how many Star uh, Trek movies there would be.
2: And was any of his future predictions right?
1: No. Huh. So it was not very good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh... Oh, God. But that... No. I'm just saying. I want a. I want a car. I want a car. Show. I
2: mean, I agree with you. Look, the A team, like all these like uh, identifiable vehicles, was a big part of how we grew up. Airwolf.
1: Airwolf. Airwolf was just it was named after the fucking vehicle.
2: Yeah, it's just basically Blue Thunder, the TV show.
1: Right. It's not a good movie either. Well, what about? Uh,
2: Wasn't it Blue Thunder, the Royal Scheider? No. What was the Roy Scheider super helicopter movie?
1: Oh, I don't know. Oh
2: my god, talking about helicopter movies, literally. Is I'm trying me to think young.
1: of. I'm trying to think of the uh, the uh, Thunder in Paradise. What's that? The syndicated Hulk Hogan TV show with a boat. Oh, you remember that? No, I right. kind of
2: yeah. You zoned uh, out. He really. zoned
1: out in the '90s. You were busy working. Yeah, I was busy. <laughs> while You were sitting there watching. Hulk Hogan shows. Hulk Hogan show about a sweet, sweet boat. Oh, man. Anyway. Okay. Let's see. What else? Okay, so, so you didn't cut my hand on the Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like in the morning. And I didn't think it was going to stop bleeding. Then I had to drive myself to the, gro- to the drugstore with a towel wrapped around my hand. And uh, I was buying stuff, and the lady's like, "How you doing today?" And I'd be like, "I'll be fine once this stops bleeding," because like all I was buying was like gauze and tape. And you basically had a bunch and, like of a stuff hand wrap, like a red towel. And she didn't care. She said, no, didn't phase her. She's like, whatever. She must see some weird I see people shit. all the time. Yeah,
2: you're just another one of them. Just another one of those fucking assholes that cut themselves. Come in here. And then try to engage me in a conversation about, oh, I cut my hand. <laughs> I'm having the worst
0: day ever in the oh my world. gosh,
2: look at this. Do you know what's happening to me? Do you understand what it means
1: to cut yourself? <laughs> I'm slightly inconvenienced by this. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, everybody. It's okay. Everyone can tell you're I'm, not feeling well. I'm not. I'm not 100%. I'm getting there. We're trying. Uh, yeah. You're trying. Very much so the what else was i going to say oh i was walking walking here right i walk a lot and what i'll do is when i walk down wilshire regardless of uh whether or not i get the light or anything like that to cross to cross the street i stop at each street to sort of get my bearings see if the light's going to change see where the cars are yeah and i'll be i'll be looking at my phone until I get to the edge. and Yeah, day.
2: it's time to go.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, walking, <laughs> and I slowed to a crawl. And I was walking up to this corner of the street, and I just hear crazy honking. And I look to my left, and there's a woman in her car to turn yelling at me to really? pay attention. She's like, you pay attention. She's, like, you're... just yelling, yelling. And I'm like, what? what are you talking about? And then I looked up, and the light... The best part was that I looked up and the walk timer still had twelve Hi seconds mom. on it. Twelve seconds.
2: You were inconveniencing her. And Did you was... actually say something to her? I stared her down, and was then she, she went and pulled at you into Walgreens inside the car. Yeah,
1: so you couldn't hear. Her. No, just, and I had headphones I can't in, too.
2: Fucking hear you! I was like, I, I don't care.
1: I just, I wanted to walk out. She pulled into the Walgreens, and I was going to walk over there and just start yelling at her. Yeah. But I was like, ah, fuck it. I don't need to have. I don't need to go to her level. I, don't, I need don't need to be a yeller.
2: You should have got you should have just yelled. You should have got in front of her face and then yelled and not said anything. Like just mimed it.
1: Uh, <laughs> this is what it
2: <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't work other than podcast. You stupid it. fucking bitch. <laughs> you can spit. My life's like this because of you. What does that mean? That's what you should have done. Yeah. Do you have any fucking idea what you've done?
1: <laughs> you don't know what my life was going to be like until you came into it.
2: I like this dude, man. I had
1: so much potential. Oh, my What's God, it? I
2: had potential. <laughs> I was oozing potential, and now you've ruined everything. I was
1: you going just... to record the 15th episode of Babe. and now I'm going to be late.
2: That's not a good number. Yeah, should have right. been weirder. Yeah. You destroyed that whole bit. Yep. Screech and halt.
1: Feed 15. Feed 15. Screech and halt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look for it. <laughs> In an iTunes store next to you. Um, God. I wonder if I can... Do what? What are you doing over there? You know, like, we have this rack system, and I was wondering if anything played. Anyway, don't worry about it. That's just for me. Sometimes I play with equipment while we're doing the show just to see if I can. He does. He's anything. always like, he's always your f- you fiddle. I do. I do a lot of fiddling. Someone has to fiddle because if I didn't fiddle, nothing would happen. Well, I... No one would hear this if I didn't fiddle. Why are you? What do you have to say for yourself, Scott?
2: Uh, I give you lots of credit <laughs> for doing all sorts of things. Uh, it's because of you. It's because of
1: me. We're in the middle. We're in the same building we always record in, but it's December 27th, and I thought it would be empty, but it is a bustle of activity.
2: And everybody that walks by, you get distracted.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough doing it inside a fishbowl. It is. Probably why we'll never do a live feed. Because we'll just be distracted the whole time. You're more used
2: to live yeah, stuff yep. than I am. yeah. You're Mr. Live. Mr. Live. There you are. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you do more. You do like, don't you do like a show a week or something?
1: Yeah. They're both. Sometimes more.
2: Hey, you were going to tell, you were going to talk to me uh, yesterday. We were like, what are we going to talk about? And you oh. we were like, you're, if you're you were going to talk about your family.
1: Oh, here's, okay. So, which we, um, here's the deal. I don't really, my family, I don't really talk to my family all that much. And, you know, some of it's the fact that I, uh, I don't know that live on the other side of the country from them. You know, some of that is that, uh, I just, I get, sometimes I get angry when I talk to them about things. Um, but, like an example, why do you get mad? You know, sometimes my mother will forward a ridiculous email. Like a ridiculous email uh, from, Obama's a Muslim snake, that kind of a thing where I'm just like, that's a, that's, does she want you not to not qualify accurate. it? I, I, I don't know what she wants. And you just get mad. Or she like forwards me an email, forward this to your next, for, to 15 friends on your list, on your email list, oh, like, or they will, uh, or uh, and magical things will happen to you in And the that next makes five you minutes. mad. And I'm like, why, why? Uh,
2: Mom, I don't want magical things to happen to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am magical enough on my own. Um, but <laughs> so she gets, she sends yeah, you some whimsical even, stuff and even, that makes you mad. No, it's not, it's not that. It's just, uh, she's still here's She, I'm not so much my parents, particularly my parents. I, I, uh, I get along with them the most of the bunch of
2: your family, of my family. which so is I have, your mom and dad, two
1: sisters, a brother, and my parents. Yeah, uh, my parents are still together. Uh they live in Florida. They moved to Florida in 2004 from Boston. Yep. Uh because my mother was tired of the snow. Mhm. So they sold the house. Sold your old house you grew up in. Sold the old house I grew up in. And Lowell. quit their jobs. Quit 'em. Yep. And uh they left and went down to Florida to live in a, to go move into a one bedroom condo. Uh with no job prospects. And they aren't they're not they weren't ready for retirement or anything like that. Uh they work at uh my dad works at SeaWorld now. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, sure. He had to go to work yesterday at about on Christmas at like noon. He had to go to work. That's that's kind of shitty.
2: A lot of people work on Christmas. Yeah,
1: I know. Particularly down there in theme park town. Um
2: I mean, I get like someone's gotta go to SeaWorld and like feed yeah. the fish.
1: Right. Someone's gotta go feed the fish. Don't they? Ah.
2: I mean, like, someone's got to go to the zoo. No. I mean, you don't I have mean, to go no. to the zoo. People don't have to go to the zoo. Well, it's like on on Christmas Day, even if the zoo's closed, you're saying nobody has to go to the All zoo. All right,
1: fine. I'm sure there's people at the zoo making sure people don't, like, steal lions.
2: Or, or, like, to feed them. Who
1: feeds them? I don't know. Maybe they just open the cages and let the natural order of things take place.
2: Wouldn't na- it? It's there's no natural order in a zoo.
1: Well, if you if you have the whole zoo locked up, right, and then you, you just, just let open, them all loose? open all the cages. Yeah, but then you then, don't have a zoo anymore.
2: Well, you could. Then, then you mean. have
1: like a lion exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
2: so so, anyway. Dad moved, so they moved to Florida. They anyway moved to Florida. They moved to Florida, and you disapprove of they moving to Florida.
1: Well. I have my sis. My siblings are much older than myself. Okay, you're like I mean, a cocktail that baby. No, nah, supposedly I was the only planned child. My sister, my oldest sister Kim, she is uh, seventy, born in seventy-one. So I think she's your age, right? I'm
2: not seventy-one.
1: It? Were you seventy-three?
2: Oh, I was, I thought you said what 70, year
1: were you born? Seventy-one. There you go. You guys are the same age.
2: Forty-one years old.
1: Uh then, Soon to be forty two. And then uh Julie was born in seventy-five, John was born in seventy-six, I was not born until the eighty eighty-three. Wow. Yeah. That's the spread. Uh
2: so you you're the last like five years of your life you're in the house by yourself?
1: Uh between the ages of twelve between when I was twelve, from when I was twelve to when I was like seventeen. I was in the house by myself.
2: You were like an only child.
1: Yeah, but then they started coming back. Then they started then they then, started coming back. Then they started coming back. Then at uh,
2: age seventeen, they started coming back.
1: Yeah, and at one point it was like my uh my sister. His sister. My sister and her boyfriend. And her boyfriend. My other sister and her husband.
2: Lots of them came back. <laughs> yeah. So like full on, they brought their lives back. Yeah, um, and you were just
1: like, "This is my
2: room. Stay out of it.
1: <laughs> Don't come. I'm watching Night Rider." Um, yeah. And, and but anyway, so my, my sisters, I've, I've, I've always thought my sisters were weird, and and, the, and none of them have been able, ever really been able to hold out a job for very long.
2: So, so you have this. There's like the 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 reoccurring theme is about work. What do you mean? Well, so far you were like, My parents left good jobs, and now my dad works at SeaWorld. Yeah. <laughs> and then
1: like my sisters I get all the jobs. But the problem here's the problem. The problem is that my parents are still supporting my siblings. Gotcha.
2: I'm not I, I look, I'm not taking either side. No, I know. Don't you're get just the hearing
1: phone. me out. You're just, just hearing, hearing me you out.
2: out. I'm just making observations. Okay.
1: So yeah, my parents he are... hates people without jobs. <laughs> eh. My parents are still, uh, they still end up supporting my siblings, but here's the problem with that. My sister, oldest sister, Kim has a child. Okay. He's, uh, maybe five years old or something like that. Uh, my brother married has three kids, three kids. Yeah. At some point. Along the line, my brother would always like have these weird, odd jobs. Like he would be like, one time I talked to him, he'd be like, "I'm I'm selling water filtration systems because the water in Florida is bad, and I'm going to sell these. This is the next big thing: these filtration systems." Next time I talked to him, I'm selling insurance. I'm sure insu- I got my insurance license. I'm an insurance salesman. Next time I talked to him, I'm going to aircraft mechanic school. I'm going to become an aircraft mechanic.
2: He's diverse.
1: Yeah. Uh, my brother's also at some point became a born again Christian. Uh, and that happened when he was going to marry my sister-in-law okay. right around there, which is weird. Cause my brother was always like way into death metal and like pussy. didn't go to church. Yeah. Lo- I'm sure he loved pussy. He had a trans that looked a lot like Kit.
2: So he was like, you, he was the shit back then.
1: Yeah. You liked him back then. He was a good guy. Like death metal pussy. Car. I mean, I still ultimately, I still love my family, but it doesn't make me want to ring their. I, I want to ring their neck sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, so is he still a born again Christian? As far as I know, yeah, he's still. He's up there with the down there, whatever. I don't know what that means. Anyway, up <laughs> there, down there. there, the down there. <laughs> <laughs> he's down there with the up what? down. He's down in Florida. So with down the, with the up. up with the up with people. He's up with people. Um, so he still feels like there's things to talk about
2: Jesus. There's still valid reasons to talk about Jesus Christ. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, but, I, but a weird thing happened too. my 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 when my brother was getting way into uh, born again, Baptist, whatever the hell religion he is. My dad decided to go uber Catholic. What does that mean? Like join the Knights of Columbus.
2: What is that? I mean, is that just like crazy like an, Catholicism? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like an order of like, uh, no birth control. Probably. That's probably why Fuck I'm here. That. that kind of thing. And the, like, he's like way involved I'm... with the church and like uh, hands out the Eucharist, that kind of thing. Like, okay. he's way like, and when I was a kid and it was Sunday and we had to go to church, my dad wouldn't go to church. He would just
2: oh, so when you grew up, he was just like when I grew Fuck back, was that like, "That
1: shit." He was Pots like, "Pats are on." He's like, "I'm gonna
2: relax. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the Pats game."
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sit
2: out, Maddie. We watch the Pats
1: game. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'd have to go to church with my mother, and he would just stay at home. And like and then, a lot of times, he was gone too with like the National Guard. He was like, you know that one weekend a month, two weeks a year yeah he was, i don't know what he was doing but was something shit. some army related things although sometimes he would bring home humvees and that was cool um but anyway so my brother yeah house foreclosed uh, whatever my brother's always like my, my siblings are always like in need of money uh-huh they always like need some money from somebody oh and, and gotcha. by the somebody it's usually my parents God, gotcha. my parents and that bugs you it bugs the shit out of me like i just don't and then my mother i feel like my mother sometimes i feel like my mother's like an enabler i'm sure she is like she's enabling the situation and uh, well, let
2: me put it this way if every time they ask for money she gives it to them
1: yeah um regardless of the consequences
2: mm-hmm. then she's an enabler yeah
1: yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure of like how it all works out because I don't talk to them all that often. Yeah. Like how um, much a year? How many times a year do I talk to my siblings or my parents?
2: both. We got time.
1: My parents, I probably talk a couple times a month, uh-huh. like every couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, That's my normal. Siblings, I talk to them once or twice a year. Yeah. And just by virtue of me talking like calling my mother and my mother happens to be with them, and then you guys catch up, and then it's like a whole like pass the phone around thing, and then I have to talk and then, to then them. the rest of it is you hear stories about them, yeah, 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 so the uh my brother I, like I just' don't. anyway, so my sis, my sister in law so this is why you
2: did not go home for Christmas.
1: Or to Florida, which is not technically home. Right. I don't, That's
2: the weird thing, too. Like, I, I don't have, like, my, my parents don't live where I grew up. Right. So Yeah, it's weird, right? It changes it. It's as soon as they moved away, it changes where you're like, oh, well, I'll go back home. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, I'll just, it's like, I'll go back. Yeah. Or I'll go somewhere to visit my parents, which is some weird, like, possible neutral place. Yeah you are like I don't really have any.
1: Let's go to Colorado. For it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. My parents, though, they've been out. They've come out here one time in six years, mm-hmm. and I've gone to Florida three times since they moved to Florida. So since 2004, I've been to visit them three times. Right so, so I'll go like two, three years without seeing my parents. And how do you feel about that? I feel like I should see them more, but I'm busy and they don't have any desire to come here they didn't like it here i don't know but then my brother so then i text my brother back yesterday he said merry christmas matt hope you feel better soon miss your bro so i text my brother back the next day i texted back hey feeling a bit better hope your christmas was more successful than mine and then he's like it sucked i'm getting a divorce uh. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then i write to my mom I go, uh, hey, a heads up that John is getting divorced uh, would be nice before I text him. And my mother's like, well, he hadn't really said anything. uh, uh Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you need to call us and keep in touch. Do you have his new phone number?
2: <laughs> yeah, she kicked it back to you. She was yeah. just like, What's, why, why is it
1: my job, Matt? And then I was like, yeah, I do have his new phone hey,
2: number. Hey, Matt, why is it my job to tell you... <laughs> What is going on with your brother's life?
1: In your brother's life. In your brother's
2: life. Why do I gotta tell you what's going on in your brother's life? <laughs> why can't you call home? Why can't you call your brother?
1: Do you feel like I feel like we should call my mother and put her on speakerphone. Would she be horrified? I don't know. I'm sure they won't like the fact that I just talked about this. But I don't it really doesn't bother me.
2: Well I, uh,
1: My life's an open book, Scott. Is it? Sure. For the most part.
2: (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I, I I can do that a little bit, but I feel, uh,
1: I'm pretty private. Yeah. No, I mean, on the podcast you are, yeah. But you tell me so much shit off the air. Oh my God. It's like insane. Fucked up. Like, I'm surprised you're alive.
2: Yeah. I'm just like, then I fucking took the heroin needle right in the eyeball. (laughs) Which was odd One in the eyeball, one in the dick no. <laughs> So this is Christmas
0: <laughs> I'm like, honey, look
2: <laughs> oh, 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 Christmas oh, oh, God Oh, it feels better now Oh, here it's hitting me No, I'm actually uh, in the really seeing myself Oh, I... pain spotting
1: Oh <laughs> That was that's nice. You would do that.
2: I didn't do that. I roasted her chicken, <laughs> <laughs> which I brined. Yep, which is just water, salt, honey, um, honey, uh-huh. garlic, yep. black peppercorns, uh-huh. uh, some throw a couple lemons in there. Yep, uh, uh Italian parsley rosemary, and thyme.
1: You know what I would have put added in there? What? A little bit of mustard seed.
2: Uh, well, you can, Brian's, you know, you can... Yeah, I know, you, you can, can know, do whatever all, you want. You can
1: go your own way. Yeah, I know, a, but I'm just saying, I feel like if I was there, I would have been like Scott. And I would have passed over some mustard seed. You would have given me a <laughs> little packet. I would have been like, don't, uh, don't inhale this, but...
2: I'm like, one in the dick, one in the eye. What are you looking at? you are not participating. I'm looking at people. I know. I'm trying to do a show here. <laughs>
1: so anyway, okay. So you're brining. How long do you brine it for? 24 <laughs> hours? 12 hours? No, you got to brine it based on the size of the bird. Okay. So, so you, had, you had a nine-pound bird.
2: No. Oh, man. It was probably like a three-pound bird. uh uh-huh. And then uh, like six hours. I mean, you can probably do a little bit more. but yeah. Six hours. and then uh, And then I trust it. Yeah and then i you take the skin on the breast yeah and you can pretty easily like just lift it up yeah shove some butter in there oh nice uh then um turn the oven on yep that helps and then take the pan like a a pan and actually put a little oil in it get it hot and then drop the bird down breast side up and then put it in the oven so the pan's actually hot when you put it in as opposed to putting put it, it
1: in. in a cold pan.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um and uh and then you cook it for I don't know, fifty minutes.
1: Did you think to cook the bird at all like on the stove before you threw it in the oven? Like just to brown the skin?
2: No, nah, but if you get the skin, I mean, you could I mean you could broil. Yeah, I mean, once you're in the oven, it's like, it was on 475, and then once I got the skin exactly the way I wanted it, yeah. I just covered it with a little, yep. I put the foil on the top, and then I just turned it down a little bit and let it cook a little bit longer. Yeah. And it was very... It very, sounds
1: good. It was good. What'd you make with it, like a potato puree or something
2: like that? Uh, Mashed potatoes. Yeah. And then um some Brussels sprouts with bacon.
1: Did you fry the Brussels sprouts? How did you prepare the Brussels
2: sprouts? Um, I made the bacon.
1: Or did you just blanch them?
2: I... Made the bacon. Mm-hmm. I'd clean the Brussels sprouts, cut them out. They're small; they were yeah. not big ones. I like the small ones. Uh-huh. Uh, I cooked the bacon, put it on a on a set it aside. Poured out some of the grease because there was a lot of grease. It was thick bacon, so there was too much grease. And then basically just get the grease hot and then cook the pan sear pan, cook the Brussels sprouts in the bacon grease. Nice. Um, do that, throw it all back in together and then serve
1: it up. Sounds really good. It's really good. Sounds really good. Sounds almost as good as my eggs Benedict I made. I made hollandaise sauce.
2: I oh, know. That's awesome. I've never done that. I have, I have yet to literally say on the show that I did something better than you. Well, no, uh, what are you talking to... about?
1: No, yeah, I said it sounded good, but not as good as the stuff which I made. Is,
2: which is, you say, No, I didn't I'm say better. I
1: did it better. I didn't roast the chicken better than you. The last time I made chicken... But you're
2: saying it's not... You're saying that my chicken is not say, as good as your... Will, as here's what than. I
1: will say. The last time I roasted chicken, it did not sound nearly as good as what you just did. Now, if we're comparing two meals, my Eggs Benedict win.
2: How do you know you didn't even taste <laughs> it? <laughs>
1: It was just. I think it was just my brilliant idea to use leftover pulled pork instead of ham. Well, that's good, right? It was a good. Christmas idea. Day,
2: a friend of ours made brisket,
1: mm. which was really really good. Oh, there's a new barbecue restaurant opening up in January. Where on La Brea? Um, you know, Bluso's in uh-huh. uh, Compton. Yeah, yeah. They're opening one up on La Brea. Nice. With the guy that does. Uh, I like barbecue. Golden State.
2: There's some. Uh, there's some. When I'm in Dallas, you come down. We can have some barbecue there.
1: I like. I liked. I liked Dallas last time. It was so hot though. But then again, it was like August, so it won't be as hot. Made it can sense. be hot though.
2: Made sense. And then last sense. night we had leftovers,
1: and I made carrots. I
2: made. I did some cooked carrots.
1: Uh, when you cook a carrot, what do you do?
2: Well, the recipe was for the. It was like baby carrots, which yeah. I like but I didn't have any. So I took the carrots, I peeled them, and then I cut them so they were like, you know, like a quarter of an inch thick so they weren't too thick so yeah. it wouldn't take a long time to to get the right consistency. And then um, I saw it in a book, which I have in front of me, mm-hmm. that uh, take a pan, put a little bit of oil, olive oil in it, yeah, and then you turn the heat on, and then while it's there, while the oil's getting hot, drop a crushed garlic, Garlic, clove, some thyme, uh-huh. and something else. And a bay leaf in there. Uh-huh. All right? So then the oil's getting hot. And then you can mix it around a little bit. And then once the pan's really hot with the oil, you drop all the carrots in. Cook them. Just raw carrots. Just raw carrots. Okay. Cook them. Um, you know, wait till you get them to the consistency that you like. Some people like them a little soft. I like mine a little softer. I don't want yeah. them to be. Right. Uh, turn off the heat. Take some honey. Throw the honey on top, mix it up, salt and pepper. You love honey. Bam.
1: Bam. He just did it. He <laughs> made the motion with his hands, people. Pow. It's the most guy has ever bam. moved on an episode. I don't want to say, me.
2: I don't want to say bam because I want to say pow. Pow.
1: <laughs> That's my cooking show. I'd be like, oh, pow. We have to talk about the next Iron Chef.
2: Yeah, we can't. I, you, you, you technically did better than me.
1: Yes, but we both did pretty well. And I didn't he, even watch. If it. you remember, uh, I
2: did watch. I did watch after you texted me. I did watch the final episode.
1: Yeah, Scott and I. But uh, when the show started, we both picked somebody. I picked uh, Amanda Freitag. Scott picked Appleman. Uh huh. And uh, final, final, final three. three. The final three. It was Appleman, Freitag, and Gornicelli.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, for some reason, they decided to pick Alex Gornicelli. Whom you know, I enjoy her quite a bit on uh, on Chopped. I think she's an excellent judge on Chopped. I, 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 like I like her, but I do feel like there was a little bit of uh, favoritism in the picking of this because you had Jeffrey Zakarian as one of the judges. Jeffrey Zakarian, as we know, when he cooks in Kitchen Stadium, uh. Sometimes his sous chef is Alex Bonticelli. I'm just saying. You're saying you're I'm, for I'm the just record throwing it out you're there questioning. I'm just I'm presenting you with the facts. And I just want you guys to come to your own conclusions.
2: Uh I watched the show. Yep. Um I I it was pretty close based on what the based on what the judges were saying. Yep. Um I will say that her dessert did look better. I was more into her dessert.
1: Okay. That's fine. But don't you feel like maybe Zacharian might have... Uh, look,
2: you know, I lost before you.
1: I know. Did we bet a dinner on it? I think we might have bet a dinner on it. Did we? I hope we did. Because I want a free dinner. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll take you to dinner. Yay! Let's go to Gordon Shelley's Restaurant Butter in Manhattan. Go where? We'll go to Manhattan. Okay, she's got a restaurant called Butter.
2: Who who does? Cornicelli. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna take you to New York. Why? Well, well what if
1: we're just both happen to be in
2: New York? If we're at the same both time.
1: in New York, we can do it. But
2: I'm not gonna take you there just because I lost
1: a bet <laughs> that I don't even remember making. That you may, I uh, we might not even have made. That I don't think bet. we did. <coughs> but. uh. Oh, when we, we, when we went to the foundry, I don't think we ever said this on the air, we went to the foundry, which was uh, Greenspan's restaurant, Greenspan was in Next Iron Chef, we went there the night after he lost on Next Iron Chef, and the special on the menu was the dish that he lost with, which was a Rice crispy and Raisin Bran Crusted Tuna. Did you
2: get it? No, I didn't get it. I didn't get it either. Because I, really, I wanted a huge the tuna
1: fan. grilled cheese and short rib sandwich, which is phenomenal. Which was very good. Which I think he might have won Top Chef with or something. He was on Top Chef? I think so. I don't think he was. Well, are you sure? I'm not. I'm, so you watch it and was. I don't. So I don't I'm think, gonna think he go with was you. on Top Chef. I made that up. He won the Top Chef of my heart. He did. Yeah. He's your Top <laughs> he Chef. He's my Top Chef. He's
2: your top and you're the sloppy. He's your sloppy bottom chef. Oh. <laughs> the
1: sloppy bottom boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Coen, Brothers, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the Coen Brothers porno parody. The sloppy bottom boys. <laughs> the,
2: there wasn't even Was there a, the movie was No, it was Old Brother Were Art though. Yeah.
1: But in the movie, in the porn parody, instead of the soggy bottom boys, which would work also for a porno parody. <laughs> yeah, you don't even need to say are the, the name. They're the sloppy bottom boys. <laughs> sloppy Party Bottom Boys. <laughs> the sloppy power bottoms. Uh wow. Okay, so. We talked about next you Chef. I wanted to talk about that. Talked about
2: your family, yeah. Which you didn't want to talk about, but, but you did,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit up the feed bag, ladies and gentlemen. Strap on your feed bag. We get letters. We get bags and bags of letters. Letters. All right. Whoa. This is from Rob, Rob Masick or Masek. I'm going to go with MasIC just because that's how I feel like your name should be pronounced. Uh, Dear Matt and Scott, I drive to work a lot. My ex gave me an iPod. she got in a pawn shop for my birthday a few years ago. I got an upgrade in girlfriend, and I'm working on finishing a degree in manufacturing engineering in the spring. I am going at night, and it's an hour drive each way. Wow. I wonder what you're going to build for us, manufacturing engineering. That's interesting. Ooh, follow-up question, Rob. Does that mean that you're going to like be designing uh, machines that manufacture stuff? Like, are you going to like build like a something that can assemble a bunch of Les Pauls at once for Gibson? Let me know. Okay. Uh, More time in the car to listen to podcasts on the drives while studying. He's listened to. A bunch of different podcasts. 107 Hollywood Babylons, 299 Nerdists, 235 Smodcasts, so on and so forth. 50 plus uh, plus episodes of uh, Ace on the House. Uh, But I have just finished a run of 14 Phoebs. I very much enjoy the show. I was listening about found magazines in the woods when I pulled up to the bay door at my robotics company. Oh my god. Robotics company. Side note, my next fighting robot will be named Canadian Sniper. Oh, I like it. You're building yeah, fighting robots? Rob, you might be the coolest guy ever. Yeah, you're way cooler than us. <laughs> yep. i just
2: started a podcast with
1: you. <laughs> Fibro Rob. Uh, there was some guy parked in front of my door, just sitting in the passenger seat. He honked uh, at them, not wanting to have any conversation at all. A driver who must have been taking a nap appeared from nowhere and fumbled to get the truck. It's get the truck started and take off. I hope those boys can get to bed early so they aren't so tired that they have to rest in their buddy's lap. I'm so confused by that sentence.
2: He pulled up and, like, there was a dude in the passenger seat and then, like...
1: Yeah, uh, there was some guy parked in in front of his door just sitting in the passenger seat. He honked. Uh, When he honked at them, not wanting to have any... He didn't want to have a confrontation with them, so he honked. Driver, who must have been taking a nap, appeared from nowhere, fumbled to get the start driving. So there's a guy in the passenger seat. Guy comes up out of nowhere from the driver's He's seat, like, uh-huh. and drives off. I uh, hope they get to bed early. So they are so tired the rest of their body's left. So essentially what he saw was two dudes blowing each other. Well, uh, no, one dude well, blowing. Theoretically.
2: Theoretically. Just
1: theoretically, it was a dude blowing, blowing somebody. I would like to let you guys know how much I enjoy the podcast. Your banter is a mix of sarcasm from Matt and dry wit from Scott. More dry wit than anything. Uh, I you, think it's, I think I'm less sarcastic than you are dry and witty. Yep, that's what I'm deciding. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, my dad got me a laser disc player, and I bought, uh, rented, and didn't return. Clerks chasing Amy and mall rats. <laughs> it wasn't Clerks like the most not returned video?
2: I think we we had there was like one a statistic of, those of that.
1: Yeah. I think we were like one of the Yeah. Uh I listened to the commentaries with Scott and Kevin dozens of times. I very much enjoyed the nerdist podcast, the dynamic with Jonah and Matt. Uh make it a better podcast than with Chris alone. Can you either A make Chris schedule recordings so that you and Matt can be on or B have Jonah on the name episode No Mandroids left. <laughs> We could do that, I suppose. That would be kind of funny. Uh, now he's got Phoebe Reads for us. Rob, this is quite a quite an email. Phoebe uh, Reads, he's going to recommend two books. He's going to recommend The Evolution of Useful Things, so Everyday Artifacts from Forks, Pins, and Paperclips and Zippers Came to Be As They Are by Henry Protowski. That actually sounds like a cool book. Yeah. Uh, he's the Dean of Civil Engineering at Duke University and has a very fluid writing style that makes this of engineering and technology fun. And applicable to heterogeneous audiences. Whoa, what? Heterogeneous audiences. That's what is that? That just I suppose that means all audiences. <laughs> right? Yeah, he's speaking. Heterogeneous, yeah. He's speaking in that that fancy. Yeah, language. I broke it down. I got it. Book's great, breaks down everyday items as it can be. After reading the books, so you start taking a second look at the things and wonder how they developed. I often wonder the same thing. And I've noticed this. And I'll tell you this, listeners, and particularly Scott staring at me. There's a zipper company, YKK Zippers. Yeah. They're based in Japan. Okay, yeah. And they make something like 80. It's a very high percentage of all the world's zippers. all zippers. Right? <clears throat> and here's something I've noticed. Whenever I find that a zipper is not working great, I look at it, and it's not a YKK.
2: So... The world's best zippers
1: yeah. are Japan. Yeah, I think so. Uh, P.S. I also drove up to northern New Hampshire and I'm building a cabin out of recycled pallets. Jesus Christ, Rob! I, uh, feel, uh, I
2: feel like a failure. Um, I do too. I don't feel. I, I was feeling good that we <laughs> got. Like we've done 15 shows. Yes. Rob's like, I'm building a robot that's <laughs> building a cabin in the woods with pallets. <laughs> I'm harnessing the sun's power in order to create energy to. To save the world,
1: uh, on a three-hour drive each way, I listen to podcasts that very likely feature one of the two of you. If you <laughs> it's want, because like they see... make me feel really <laughs> smart. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you're doing, Rob. Uh, if you guys want to have a, uh, if you guys want to see what <laughs> if you you've guys want
2: to have a three-way, <laughs> if
1: you want to see what you've helped inspired. Please take a look. Uh, and he's got a, uh, he's got a link. To I I don't know I can't I have no internet access but as soon as I get internet access I'm gonna send this link to Scott and we're gonna take a look at it Rob thank you for the email send us fucking send
2: us pictures of Canadian sniper Canadian sniper for sure
1: send us pictures of
2: and your cabin
1: yep send us pictures out. of yeah. your
2: life <laughs> you hear that America
1: send us pictures of your life because
2: I'm way more interested in hearing everything he's doing than I am
1: about what I'm doing. I agree. I agree. I don't want to know. I, I know what I'm doing already. Yeah. I want to know what you're doing, people. You don't uh, want to know what I'm doing, Scott? We you talk, think Rob's more interesting than me? We talk outside of the podcast, so we. Oh, I'm asking. Are usually, a, I aware am asking
2: of... a question. What
1: <laughs> do you think? <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you think that Rob is more interesting than me?
1: I think Rob is more interesting <laughs> than both of us. <laughs>
2: Why why are you avoiding the question?
1: <laughs> I think Rob's very interesting and Scott you're also interesting in your own way. <laughs> that's the that's the biggest put down like when someone says it in your own way. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're uniquely interesting. You're, yeah. Rob's
2: just interesting in the universal everybody like, Yeah, he's just interesting in the way that But
1: in a very specific way you're, you're interesting. interesting too.
2: Held up against a very small section of people that i hand chose you would be more interesting <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right uh this one comes in from uh mitchell cochran uh beam question would scott watch a reality show with the girl with the girls from two girls one cup
2: i don't really know what they do i don't think so uh is that the one where they like poop and
1: yeah something like that <laughs> It's like I never saw it. Did you ever watch it? No. Didn't
2: they like either. poop or pee in a cup yeah, they and then drink or something? Yeah, they pooped like in that?
1: a cup and then ate it, I think.
2: I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I would watch a reality show about Rob.
1: Yeah, I would too. I would watch Rob build a cabin and then get a then... Yeah. Rob's busy. Rob's doing shit. But a lot of Rob's, oh my God. Rob's, Rob's building a robot. But But you know what else Rob does a lot? Drives. He
2: could have a fucking car. If we could get Rob a fucking car With that's character. like a
1: super character car. Rob, sh- send us a picture Rob, of your car. We're going to your <laughs> car. We're going to do some designs and make your car better.
2: <laughs> yeah, and if your car is not that interesting, we will paint it. We'll,
1: we'll paint it. We'll paint a stripe on it, a contrasting colored stripe. Uh <laughs> I love it. Uh this comes from John uh Galagos or Galagos rather. Uh, hey, boys, love the podcast. My favorite moments are when Scott bitches at Matt as if they're an old married couple. <laughs> Keep it up. Lots of love. He, you must love most of the podcast, then, because Scott's always bitching at me. Am I? About something. Really? All right. Is that yeah. how you feel? Yeah. No. I don't feel like you're bitching at me. Then why'd you say it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this comes from Kimball. Uh, hey, Matt and Scott. In reply to your request that listeners come up with questions for you to answer on the show, I took some time and thought of one. Possibly it's not the best question in the world, but I still must ask it. Okay, ready? Ready. Here's Kimball's question. Assume for a moment that you are living in the world of Soylent Green. Okay. Things are bad. Times are tough. Food is a valuable commodity. Like most people, you have come dependent on various soylents on the market to supply your dietary needs.
2: I don't remember this movie a ton,
1: so... Well, all you need... What do you remember about it? I mean, I I know the end. I understand. Soylent Green is people, right? Yeah, so what he's saying is all those... So here, we're leading into this right now. Okay. Right? Suddenly, the horrible secret is revealed to the world. Soylent Green is people. What I would like to know is, now that everyone knows the truth do you think people would be bothered enough to stop eating Soylent Green? And on a personal level, would the two of you be bothered enough to stop eating it? Also, would it affect your decision if the government set up a program, public and above board, where people could volunteer to be turned into Soylent Green after they die?
2: Oh, like a like a
1: Yeah, like donating your body to science kind of thing. I know they sort of had a program like that in the movie, but it was all hush-hush and kind of sinister uh, wow, Kimball uh
2: I mean, if there's no other food, it does make you go like, "Well, this is fucked up, but like, would you die? I mean, if people were volunteering, I would volunteer. I'd do it now, yeah, yeah, you're just being made into
1: food right now, no problems, no, I wanna die first, oh, of course,
2: I don't yeah. wanna like I don't wanna kill myself just so someone can eat. I don't think I wonder that's if a people necessary. would
1: be keen on eating this kind of thing now,
2: what. You know what I mean? As opposed to becoming
1: like a... Like now they find out that it's people. Like say we're in the society we're in currently. People then to find out that all the food we've been eating is people.
2: Well then, if it's all the food, then they wouldn't have a choice. Right. What's the alternative?
1: You're right. If
2: you were just like that, that, that wasn't Beef Wellington. That was... Pete Wellington. (laughs) Pete Wellington.
1: (laughs) (laughs) no, not Pete.
2: Would you eat it again? If you knew that was human? Does it taste like beef wellington? It's it, literally the beef wellington you had. If yeah. I came to you and I was like, like, Gordon Ramsay pulled you aside. He's like, it's actually, um, you know, I don't tell everyone, but I think it was special. So I'm going to tell you okay. that the beef wellington uh-huh. it was is, delicious. is people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not even close to his accent, but I can't get his accent. But okay, that's fine. I'll eat it. You won't. I'll keep eating it. And what I don't—you don't, you don't even myself,
2: ask him how he gets the people. No, he's like, "I'm it's not for to me to know."
1: I'm oh not. my god, you're telling me too much. I didn't want to know that part.
2: You're not going to leave here. <laughs> what do you mean? It's going to be Matt Wellington.
1: Oh no, <laughs> it's going to be fatty. You're going to have to render it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your last words. <laughs> I'm like, you want some high heat. Who cast hearts killer <laughs> oh wow tell you how to prepare <laughs> me yeah that's that's what i do uh i think th- i think the
2: thing is like if everyone if if there's no other food source there is a vast majority of people that would just continue to eat people yeah because there would be a survival instinct i think some people would not i think if the government created a program where it basically just like if somebody told me, like, I could put on it, they're like, hey, man, do you want to put on your driver's license so you can be food? You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. whatever. Oh, fine. Are you an organ donor? Yeah. You're not? No. Because you care or you just are indifferent?
1: Uh not so I that I'm indifferent. I, I just, I, just uh, I never enjoyed the way people came in to the funeral home after having been organ donors. What do you mean? Just like how, just like, you know. Whatever's left. Oh, when you worked at the funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the bodies had been. Yeah, how they came back. I was like, "Ooh."
2: Well, it's not like
1: you're gonna care. Yeah, but it's it's more work for the funeral home. Why aren't you a giver?
2: (laughs) 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 As opposed to giving somebody a heart, (laughs) you've saved some. (laughs) You've saved a few hours of work (laughs) for some
1: guy at a funeral home. You are welcome. Uh, This is from Jack Smith Phoebe Reads from Jack Hello Matt and Scott I'm Jack I'm a long time fan of both of your works I have a question this week Which can be useful for a potential Phoebe segment What is or are Your favorite book On music Be it an artist, band, genre, time period Etc. Thank you both That's a That's a good question all right. This Phoebe reads from Jack. Uh music books. Wants to know, uh yeah, which, which what's your favorite book about music or music book? I there was a biography I read a while ago of James Taylor, Fire and Rain. I was like twelve when I read it. It was very good. You were twelve when you read it? Yeah, I was probably twelve years old when I read
2: it. What kind of twelve year old reads is fucking James Taylor's Fire and Rain biography.
1: Me? I like James Taylor a lot. I wanted to learn about him. And he did, you know, he does time in the mental hospital in yeah, Massachusetts. Not, You're familiar with the story of, of James Taylor. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a very good one. I also think Keith Richards' uh very recent autobiography was very good. Do you have a uh do you have a suggestion along those lines?
2: I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've really read a lot of like music, um music based stuff. Is it music biographies or just music?
1: Uh, books about music or bands. Nonfiction or fiction or? It seems or... like nonfiction.
2: I don't really know if I have any nonfiction.
1: And when I was a little k- recommendations, when I was a little kid, I had a jazz reference guide that was like an encyclopedic jazz thing, and I fucking, I would I tore through that when I was a kid, and like I would reread it and stuff like that. I uh,
2: I can't think of uh. I can't think of one right now.
1: Well, that's why I gave them two. I'm sorry. It's okay.
2: No, I'm sorry.
1: Joe Harris writes: subject is 80s detective shows. Hey, guys, love the show. I was listening to episode 14 in a discussion of 80s badass detective shows. The show Scott was trying to remember with the helicopter is, Riptide, Riptide. And the helicopter was named Screaming Meme. Probably really? Mimi. Probably Screaming Meme, right? Screaming Mimi. Uh, I thought it was all. I was the only one to remember that show. Thanks, guys. Take the shot. A. All right. Hey, Febers. This is from Leonard. I've got a question for you two experts. Uh, my friend and I have a podcast that we've been doing for a year now. We're currently on a break for the holidays, and we're we'll bringing it back March in 2013. The question is, how do you suggest we get better exposure? By probably by emailing us, because I'm probably going to say the name of your podcast, assuming you. Have given me the name and of your And if you
2: podcast, didn't, didn't the not. reason why. <laughs> Leonard. Leonard, my Leonard, friend. First rule is to tell people what your podcast Whoa. is.
1: Hang on. Ready? Here it is. Leonard's podcast. Uh, also, if you'd like to check out the show and tell us not to bother, it can be found on iTunes. The best of no worlds. That is the name of the podcast, The Best, Best of, of No now Worlds, World. or it's also available at noworlds.podbean.com. Um, Leonard, pretty much just you know, tweet it out whenever you drop a new episode. Tweet it out and ask people to write in, and that's how you get listeners. Put it on Facebook. Get your friends to listen to first, and then maybe your friends tell more friends, and so on and so forth. Word of mouth, yeah. That's that's the one. That is the one. Uh. hey guys just wanted to say this from jerry really been on fire lately not just with the consistency but the quality has been high and steadily improving oh what was that say about the first few episodes uh <laughs> keep up the great work also i think uh q aka brian quinn tweeted he'd be in la soon any chance of getting him on thanks for the laughs jerry i suppose there's a chance <laughs> yeah there's a chance for anything there's a chance of getting him on no problem
2: I wonder if we will have a guest.
1: Well, someday we gotta we gotta do it.
2: Who would be Who would be the guest?
1: Our first guest. Yeah. Maybe we Maybe we do. I don't know. I think should I, we I think go maybe f- should we try a guest. We hold out. I think we hold out for. We We are not going to have a guest on the podcast until Brian Johnson is in town. Oh, that could take a long time. I know. So we're just. not This could a be guess. interesting. <laughs> we'll see.
2: I'll try to think of. I'll throw. We were talking about somebody earlier. Yep. I could try that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I could get some people too. We could have. We could have guests. We, if we want to have guests, we could have guests. We'd uh, Scott and I tried. would just have to decide if we want to have a guest or not. Um.
0: I don't know come on, here's what I think here's what I
1: imagine. Here's what I imagine a guest on this show would be like. Go back into the smart hives, listen to the smodcast, uh where um you guys had Joe on. Joe Casey. Yeah. Uh Scott doesn't really say much. And I feel like if we had a guest, I would have to do all the heavy lifting yeah. while Scott was interested. I and was- when Scott's interested, he doesn't say much because he listens. I am. So this is, I feel like the. it would be me interviewing someone. So we should get somebody that I'm not interested in? Yeah, maybe. They will talk more. <laughs> Why do you keep talking?
2: Uh. Why do you keep saying that stuff? <laughs> it's not like that matters. <coughs> it's not like anything you say matters. Wow. That's harsh. If I was angry like that? You're so angry. If your guest was on there and I was like, Why do you keep talking? Why
1: are you so angry? Just, <laughs> Shut
2: up. You're not interesting." Oh my God. I, the Joe reason why I didn't talk on the Joe episode was that, like, those guys literally were, like, comic booking out, and I was like, I have no idea <laughs> what you're talking about.
1: Uh, So, we'd, we'd have to have someone that you know you have an idea of what they're talking about.
2: I talked more on the, or maybe I didn't, on the, um. Babylon? Probably I didn't. Mm. I probably don't you talk, talk to as Memphis much as I think. don't.
1: You know, I'd like to have in here. I'm not a big talker. That you could probably get, Dave Klein. Yeah, yeah. I get Klein. I'd like to have Dave Klein on. Right on. I, I'm i I'm, I'm 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 interested in the in the in the uh, field of cinematography. I could talk to Dave. Yeah. <clears throat> See that? Look at that, people. Maybe you're making things happen right now.
2: I can get you know I can get him. I can get my mailman. I wonder if I can get my mailman. Could you get your mailman? I don't know if I could. I think you'd be totally terrified. Be like weirded out. I'm like, why are you running away? Where
1: are you going? I do a podcast. I do a podcast. It's called Faith. Why would I talk about it? Why would that help me? You're running. <laughs> like, You're running. <laughs> You're running after the mailman. It'll
0: <coughs> <It'd> be fun. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody else that would be like, oh, wow, that would be interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll send you a list of, I'll send, this is what I'll do. Oh, a I'll potential
1: send, list. I'll send you a potential list of guests that I could get. And we'll be like, if any of them are interesting. Yeah. I think we should, uh, we should talk about that. There you go. There you go.
2: Now, now we <coughs> might uh, have a guest on.
1: <coughs> God damn it. Your listeners are used to coughing on the air. So. Yeah, it's true. <coughs> just your face of just staring and like turning your eyes up to the right.
2: I, uh, I'm a quiet person.
1: I don't need to talk. You're a quiet, uh,
2: contemplative man. I am. I'm constantly thinking about things.
1: Next time we record, this will be four eyes and two beards. You think so? Yeah, it'll get there. It's coming in. This is this is a, this is a week.
2: It's not
1: it's technically it's not a beard yet. No, I know. That's why next time, not this time. It's going to be filled in. I th- I hope so. I like it's, we we're going to we going to we're going we to try to shave and do a contest. Do a contest. But this guy didn't want to shave. I didn't want to shave right now. <laughs> Maybe in the summer. Maybe we'll do it in the summer. I'll, t- I'll grow a beard I don't
2: fucking care what season is <laughs> I don't give a shit
1: oh my god uh,
2: that- before he dies I think it's time to sign off
1: yeah before before I die uh, that's it for Phoebe 15 15 people 15
2: one in the eye one in the dick <laughs> <laughs> signing <laughs> off that's
1: our new sign off thanks for <laughs> listening to Phoebe uh, follow us, Feebpod.tumblr.com dot com. Buy a t shirt at uh, distro dot com slash Feeb
2: There's only a few left. I yeah. think we're gonna do a black one.
1: We didn't. Yeah, we're gonna to do. we're gonna do a black one. We're gonna do a Canadian sniper. Uh, get your t shirts while you can. Please do. We like. I, I enjoy seeing the pictures of you guys wearing the shirts. I do think it's funny that almost everybody that's wearing a shirt has glasses and a beard. <laughs>
2: Look, I think there's a big
1: audience of people who have glasses and beards. Yeah. I'm glad that we can bring them together on one shirt. Uh yeah, so buy a t shirt, write us uh four eyes and beard at gmail dot com. We will do another feedback. And uh that's it. That's it for feed fifteen. I've been Matt Myra this whole time. I'm Scott. Mo- I hate to sign off. Yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do every once in a while. Scott. I'm Scott Mosier. Hey, nicely done. Hey, hey. He's hey. Scott Mosier. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have uh, a great drive
2: into the office. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, good night, sweet prince. I
0: This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Smodco's been blasting its own brand of fuck yeah for years in all forms of media. If you're saying, Hold up, sir, dude. What about video games? We got that market covered, too. Visit Smartcade.com to learn about two, count them, two games for your iOS and Android device. Jay and Silent Bob grace your mobile with Too Fat to Fly and Let Us Dance. Get your game on, Smod goblins. Check out Smartcade.com. All your favorite Smodco shows aren't just available on audio anymore. All the best ones are now available as books. Podbooks.com. That's Podbooks with a Z. Transcribed directly from our archives. Enjoy the Smonsters of Talk in print form. Kev, Ralph, Jay, Jen, Moj, and more. Just go to Podbooks.com for more details. That's Podbook with a Z on the end. Podbooks. Pods in print. Smodcast is turning six years old, motherfucker, and we're celebrating with a s'morgy. January twenty sixth and twenty seventh, get ready for two days of nonstop oral pleasure in Halifax, Nova Scotia. The Smod Coast Morning Show. I sell comics. Highlands of Peephole History Smodcast The Secret Stash Hollywood Babylon Fat Man on Batman Babylon Comic Con Theater Plus One Tell em Steve Dave Jay and Silent Bob Get Old And a Smash Up Jam Session The Monsters of Talk Invading the Spats Theater in Halifax, Nova Scotia January 26th and 27th Tickets just $99 for each day at smodcosmorgie.com don't miss the Smonsters of Talk as the SMODs bring their pods to the Smorgy. Tickets available now at smodcosmorgy.com.